Bobby Bones post show pre show. So you're moving in your new house. Mm-hmm. You find what? One diamond earring. You think it's real? Wow. In a drawer and it's built into the closet. I don't know. It looks pretty. It's a little tiny stud that would look super cute because I got my ears pierced. Like I have three in one ear and two on the other. So I could easily throw it in and mix, mix and match it with other earrings because there's only one unless I find the other somewhere else. But I don't know if it's real or not. But it, it's something I would wear. So now I don't know if it's if I clean it, is it okay if I wear it? They left it? It's your house? Yeah, and I have no idea who the... I don't have, I have no clue who they were. I heard not, it was Dolly. <laughs> yeah, it's yours. You keep it at the end. Okay. Keep it, wear it, stud your nose with it. Came with the house. It's a, it might be a little too big to stud the nose. Even better, stud Ooh. your nose. Yeah. Do your belly button. With it, no. You know, no, I'm not going to do that. But I also maybe need to get it checked out to see if it's real. Are you done with tattoos? No, I still want to get a third one. and I, I've wanted to get it for years now. I want to get I'll Fly Away. Somewhere. But your, I just under can't. your eye? Post Malone style? Nice. Maybe he comes with a big face tattoo. What does his say? Always tired? Mm-hmm. I'll fly away, Amy. Put that under your eye. Okay, yeah. I'll go do that now. Or on your neck. One of the two. Yeah. <laughs> well, neck has been around for a while longer. You'd see hardcore people doing necks. Hardcore. But now it's face. It's face or nothing. I know. I used to think, okay, if you get it on the neck, you're just, that's just you giving up or whatever. And now it's like, okay, I guess neck's pretty normal. Uh, Post Malone has stay away over one eye. Stay away? Always under that same eye. And then on the other side, it's always tired. Oh. Okay. He said he did it because he felt like his face was ugly and wanted his things to be taken away from his oh, face. That's oh, that's terrible. Sad. That's how I feel when I put my zit cream on. When I put, literally, I had that thought because it distracts you from other things. And when I spot put, the more spot treatment I put on my face, I'm like, mm, I look pretty good. That's why I wear glasses, honest to God. <laughs> the big dark rim glasses because I feel like I was a big nerd. And Buddy Holly and Rivers Cuomo had them. And I thought, well, if I wear big dark rim glasses, maybe take some attention off my face. Mm. That's literally the reason I wear big bold glasses. So we all got this problem then, huh? What do you mean? Like we all we all don't like our faces, so we Probably. do things. Well, she doesn't wear things every day. If she wore zit cream all day every day, yeah, I just wear it. <laughs> I'm saying at home, I have like no yeah. makeup on, but um. then suddenly I put the cream on, and I'm like, I don't look so bad. <laughs> uh, there was an article. Taste of Country had it out. Ten country artists who disappeared. I'm gonna play some of these to you. Okay. Uh, Jessica Andrews, who I am. You know, with me, there was a there was a window. This is a good song, though. Yeah, it's so good. I don't, I don't know this one. Of my father. You don't know this song? Mm. So there was a period in maybe the 2000s from like 2004 or five in that seven or eight years where I just didn't listen to country music. I was like, yeah. it's not for me. But there was all the 80s and 90s, big time, obviously the past 10 years. I just got kind of like... Eh, I don't really like what it's doing right now. And some of these are from that spot. Okay. Some aren't, though. Um, I know that song, though. I know, I know Jessica. I never met her. I don't know if she's around here anymore. Jessica Andrews. Here's some, I know, Dina Carter, but Dina Carter was when we were young. Yes. Love, I know Dina right now. Yes. Love her. She lives in California. Yeah. Uh, strawberry Wine. But this is their article. Um, but the Deshae My Legs for this was amazing. Awesome. John Michael Montgomery, they have him on the list. He's in Kentucky. I'll tell you where he is. He was in our studio That's like right. six months ago. Yeah. 
And then Travis Denning gives us an update every time. Yeah, I was talking with Travis pretty recently. Eddie and I play golf with him, and I'm buddies with Travis. Um, but Travis is dating John Michael Montgomery's daughter. And so he says he's up around, what's he call him? John Michael. I think his name's John. People call him John Michael a lot. So he's still alive and kicking. Mm-hmm. But I think he had uh, voice issues, right? Didn't he have uh, vocal issues, slow him down a little bit? He had surgery, yeah. Uh, Barbara Mandrell. Saw her recently. Well, she Lunchbox put a, and I did a like a charity event yeah, with her. Yeah, with right? uh, the Humane Association. Yeah, she uh, just put out like a best of something too. Yeah, her career was cut short in 1984 after a car accident. I just know her from my mom liking her. Cause someone hit me up and oh, like, yeah. "Hey, are you a Barbara Mandrell fan?" I was like, "My mom was, but I really was never not super into Barbara Mandrell." Um, I remember watching her on the Opry back in the day. When was she doing it? 70s? Late 70s, uh, late 70s early 80s? Yeah, late 70s, 80s. Um, for insurance reasons, she was forced to sue the family of a 19-year-old boy who caused the accident, and that hurt her public image because the kid died in the crash. She retired in 1997 and rarely performs. Mm. I didn't know that. Did you? No, mm. I didn't know that. Dang. Um, Ricky Van Shelton, here's somebody lied. From- in 2006, he suddenly retired. The end. It's kind of what it says. I remember that guy. Mm-hmm. Chris Cagle. Oh, yeah. I heard this guy was a lot. American Idol? No. No? no what no, year? No. 2000s. Early 2000s. He had five top tens in early 2000s. What? I I don't even... What? <laughs> I know. I feel like I'm, no, I'm a country fan for my whole life. I've never heard this song ever. <laughs> a lot of... Friends, I have now worked with him. Oh, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting. And then finally, I love the records. And it's oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'll be fine. Don't worry about this Michelle Branch and Jessica Harp. They did one album, spent a few years touring, and that was it. Michelle Branch lives in Nashville now. I don't know where Jessica Harp is, if she's still around here at all, but I would love for them to come perform or just Michelle Branch to come Ooh, perform be cool. on the show. Yeah, so that was in that article of 10 country artists who disappeared. Is there anybody you'd like to make a comeback? But I don't think of anybody who's out. You know? If you think back, all the bands I like, like Little Texas, right? Oh, yeah, I'd love for them to come back. But I think they're trying. Or they're still playing. Are they? Well, no, because uh, Tim Rushlow, the lead we, singer. We know a little bit. He left the band. So Little Texas, the band, may, may be doing stuff without him. But, yeah, they're not going to do stuff together. And that was the band as we knew it. The thing about country music is if people attach more to the artist than the song. In pop, it's about a song. Like yeah. song, what song, what song, Good what song. Point. In country music, that's why you don't see these guys falling out once the Luke's and Aldeans are gonna be up for Entertainer of the Year for years and years and years. It's harder to get in that because the artists stay around for a long time, you know? Anyway, I saw that, thought that was interesting. Here are the top three songs in country music today. Do you want these? Yep. Let's take a look at in the Today Time Castle. Here you go, number three. It goes like one margarita, two margarita, three margarita shot. That's a catchy one. Yeah, I told yeah, you, dude. It's really good. Song the more of the you summer? hear it. Possibly. Yeah. Or the Sam Hunt one. That's a good oh, one, yeah. too. Yeah, Luke Bryan, one margarita is number three this week. Here's number two. Kenny Chesney, Here and Now. Good. So, he's always it's not my good. favorite Kenny song, but it's, yeah, it's good. Pretty good. Uh, and then Scotty McCurry, who we had on, uh, he's got his third number one in a row. Here's in between. Friday night, wild and quiet, so 
the number one pop song is Justin Bieber featuring Quavo with Intention. Oh, I know a different verse. Uh, and then your number one hip hop song, he's an 18 year old rapper from Seattle, Washington. Lil Mosey, and here's Blueberry Fago. What's Lil Mosey look like? I'm always hmm. wondering why people name themselves Lil or Young because they're always not going to be little yep. and they're always not going to be young. Good point. He's probably going to be little though for a long time. I'm looking at him now. He's, a, he's 18. Like looks, I like s- he, looks like he's 12. Well, maybe I know we're getting older. That's the thing. No, that's so that true. As we age, they start to look. Okay, McConaughey. <laughs> get older, no, they stay I the mean, same age. No. You know what I like That's about rappers? That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> you know what like, I like about rappers named Lil? <laughs> whatever. Like, when I watched that Medea movie, uh, Lil Bow Wow was in it. I remember that. I mean, he, he was one of the first Lils. But he changed his name just to Bow Wow. Correct. After a while. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what Mosey will do. Mm-hmm. Man, imagine being 18, like having a number one song. I mean, listen, Gabby Barrett's only 19, I think. Yeah. Country music. Uh, all right, that's it. Let's get to today's show. Um, this is a good one. Enjoy it. Hey, guys. Welcome to the show. Big show today. Clint Black will be in. Uh, by the way, morning, studio. Morning. morning. Well, these Clint Black songs. Maybe uh, a Better Man. Maybe oh, you'll know this one right here. On. Here we go. Still I'm leaving here, a better man. Killing time. Oh. Miss Killing time is killing me. What else you want? You want Like the Rain. That's a jam, Hit too. That one. I hear it, oh. I just can't believe I never liked the rain. Like the rain. Nothing but the taillights. Talking in the moonlight. Seeing nothing but the taillights. Come on. That's a, uh, a good run of bad luck. Great one. It's time for a windfall. Not a single minute too soon. I've been too long overdue. Now I'm going to shoot the moon. I bet it all on the Bad luck. Seven come eleven. And she could be mine. Anyway. Clint Black's in later on, which is going to be awesome. Yes. He's got a new record out. He has a new single called America, Still in Love with You. I'm still in love with you. I'm going to give him a little plug here. The album's called Out of Sane. It's his 23rd album. came out June 19th, so check it out. But we'll come and uh, Clint Black will be in in a little bit. Eddie has a question. I guess he wants to ask Clint Black. I do, I do, yes. He came to me before the show and said, can I just get one question? Just one. Least? Yeah, of course. So Clint Black will be here. Let's do push-up. We, we're all doing 500 push-ups a night. Um, the total donation I have now, I'm 220 bucks. Just three of us left. Morgan, did you do your 500 push-ups? No, I'm, I'm out. Oh, she's out. <laughs> she tapped out. I did 100 and my body gave out. It was like, this is not happening anymore. This Mark Ruffalo, man, to just continue to do them day yeah. after day, it's a lot. Raymundo? I did 400. And then I went to the gym, and I knew in that session I had to get 100 more, and there were times I was moaning, I was squealing, there were other people in there, and it was awkward, but I got to 500. Nice. Wow, so okay, so now we have 240 bucks. I'm going to say this. I did mine again. Easy? No. It was hard. 
Uh, but here's the thing. I had a friend gift me. He goes, hey, I want to I set up a time for you for a guy to fit me with golf clubs, right? And so I go to see the guy, and I've been doing push-ups all day. <laughs> I couldn't even swing the club. Yeah. Oh. And my arms were like, and I was like, God, I was like, dude, I'm sorry. I can't even swing the club. And so it ruined me for yesterday. That's funny. So I did them, but I wished I would. I wish I would have been thinking and just gave up on the bit in order to go and take my gift in a good way. But yeah, I, I did them. So I'm up to 260 bucks. I don't know if I can do them anymore because I'm hurting. But look how, look how big my arms are. Whoa, whoa. Put those away, dude, Ow. before somebody gets hurt. There's, that, there's no difference whatsoever. <laughs> you guys, but don't they look pretty big? Yes. Like Amy. They, they feel bigger. Yeah, no, I can't. Look at okay, them. Okay, Amy, I'm asking a real question. Yes, they look big. Okay, you're lying. Okay, um, so that, we got a lot to do today. Let's see, on today's show, we'll have Clint Black, we'll take the driver's test. Everybody will take a written driver's test. Yes. And whomever finishes last on the show has to wash everybody else's feet tomorrow. <laughs> so that'll happen on today's show. We got a good one. Let's get going here. Glad you're here. Uh, thank you so much for, for being our friend and hanging out. Um, hey, let me play this. Like, this is a funny voicemail. Speaking of push-ups, here is no name number two is what it's written down as here. Here you go. Hey, Bobby. Uh, a couple of friends and myself were a little skeptical that you you're, you said on the show you could do 60 push-ups in a row, and we're a little skeptical. We're wondering if those are half push-ups or all the way down or locked out or whatever. We want to see a video, so post a video and prove us all wrong. Well, I'd like to say I have no interest in proving anybody wrong. <laughs> If I can or can't, it's not a brag. Um, no. How about that? My arms hurt. I'm done. I don't know mm-hmm. if I can do 60 straight right now. Maybe next week? I tried to do one yesterday. I couldn't do one. And that's because I had done it. I had done it the day before, and I'm like, yeah. I couldn't even do one yesterday. Yeah, I have no interest in proving myself. This Me saying that wasn't a, hey, look how strong <laughs> I am. Um, nope, I'm going to pass on that, but thanks for the offer to let me do that. We've got a whole countdown of good news stories. We call it the very retro-themed Good News Countdown. It's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. Oh, yeah, and I'm your host, Bobby Bones. <laughs> Coming in at number five this week, a woman in Sacramento, California, celebrated her 100th birthday with a drive through celebration. Her friends, her family, neighbors, they all formed a caravan on the street, and they all drove past her as she celebrated her one zero zero birthday. In your mind, do you see you living to 100? No. 90, maybe. But 100, I I don't know anybody personally, I don't think, that made it to 100. I had some family members that made it to 90-something, 95. I'd love to make it to 100. Even even the day after, April 3rd. uh, (laughs) But 100 is a goal, baby. you, You know what life is is like for you. At 100? Mm-hmm. I can barely get through life now at 40. What okay. are you talking about? Uh, the oldest person ever who has been independently independently verified is Janine Kalmet, who lived to be 122 years old. What? My goodness. What? you do? What? Yeah. What? Verified 122. Wow. She that got a blue is, check mark. That seems crazy. That's crazy. All right, let's go. Number four. There's a foundation that's been creating cards and fruit baskets to send to people affected by coronavirus. So far, they've sent out more than 1,400 baskets just this month. A person shared a note that came with it and said, hey, we're here with you. We stand by you. The gift is a token of love. Our heart goes to you. Hey, speaking of Corona, I got two stories. One, Corona. Lane Hardy got it. I saw that a couple days mm-hmm. ago for American yeah. Idol. Now he lives in Nashville doing country music. The other story was they send these baskets. Caitlin subscribes to this thing called Misfits. 
What's it called? The fruit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We get it every week. Misfits There's no more room for the misfit fruit. It's <laughs> a great listen. It's You're a, a foster great. home for fruit. Now. It's yes. a great box. It's like fruit that looks weird, that won't sell, and it all eats the same. It's so cute. It yeah. won't stop coming. Every time we're about two fruit in, it's like another box is there. Well, you never know what's in it. Eating I, fast enough. We have to cancel it, I think, because it's just too, too much. much fruit. Number three. The pandemic and recession may not hurt charitable giving as much as expected. Giving USA says that an increase in donations around coronavirus and the nationwide protests could actually keep charity numbers strong this year. So uh, that's good news, too. I know for us, when we when we still are raising money to build this hero a home, we were concerned. We yeah. were like, man, people have been giving their money a lot of places. It wasn't the best that we've ever had. Still a great number. We're at over $100,000. But, you know, it is affecting things. When everybody's asking for something and everybody needs something, it's hard for people to, to, to give. Even for, like, the hospitals that I work with, you know, they feel weird asking right now, but they need it. Right. So Well, and there's just so much going on. And then yeah. even for us, too, we take into account, like, a lot of people that we know, their life is very different right now because money isn't coming in like mm-hmm. used to. The economy is down. So then it's like, oh, but at the end of the day, the hero still needs a home, so we might as well put it out there and whoever can and if help. If you can, help. yeah, please no pressure. Do. For whatever, if you can, just do. Yeah. However, you give back. Number two. One positive side effect of school moving to online is less bullying. You know, less kids are experiencing bullying because the bullies aren't there with them. Think about that. Yeah. Uh, without the stuff that happens at school spilling into the online world, they're experiencing less cyberbullying too, because. That stuff at school is what creates the cyberbullying because they're cyberbullying about things back at school. Oh, yeah. So there's not that component mm-hmm. either. That's great. So, but bullying too, not great. But for you, you were bullied, and you feel as though you are who you are because of. Some I would of that. never want there to be I know, bullying. I don't want that either. But I'm. I wonder sometimes what you might be like if you weren't. Again, don't want that for you. But so much of your personality and your drive, I mean, I guess maybe you would have found your drive elsewhere because sometimes I think for a while it was like, I got to show these people what I can do. Well, there's not as much bullying happening now because of online school. Hard to bully somebody in the Zoom. Hard to punch somebody upside the head or stick me in a toilet (laughs) if you're on Zoom. (laughs) That's what you did to me. All of you. All right. And finally. Number one. A singer who's done shows at Walt Disney World for 40 years has ridden his bike over 3,000 miles during the pandemic just to cheer up his friends and co-workers by performing in their front yards. His name is Billy Flanagan, and he calls his uh, things that he landed, he calls them flanagrams. Like Funny. A, yeah. Here's a clip of a doorbell cam of him singing. I'm here to say hello, hello. It's your flanagram, your Billy Flanagram. Olivia. And I would guess that Billy got bullied like me as a kid. <laughs> there you go. Shut it down, Raymundo. That was the Good News Countdown. The Bobby Bone Show. This game's pretty simple. I'll play you a sound. Name what the sound is. There's a theme. They're all sounds of summer. By the way, here's an example. Here you go. What's that? Swimming pool. waves. The beach. Right. Just the beach. Okay. Right. There you oh, go. I thought you loved the beach, Eddie. Come <laughs> okay. on, Eddie. Might be harder than I thought. These are all things you would hear during summertime since it's now the first official week of summer. Let's play Name That Summer Sound. Here we go. Number one. 
Come on. It's a beautiful sound. And that was all one take of Eddie's house. <laughs> In like 10 minutes. <laughs> all right. Uh, lunchbox. Bottle opening. Amy? Popping beer. Eddie? Opening a bottle, man. It's a beer bottle. You all can move on to the next round. <laughs> nice job. All right, here we go. Sound number two. Sound makes me sick of my stomach. I don't like that one. I don't either. Ugh. Why? What do you have? Mowing the yard? Yeah. As someone who mowed yards for a living, not only as a kid, but on a golf course, ugh. Do you mow the yard? Um, Awful. No, my husband loves to mow the there yard. Maybe the little Why? yard. But he doesn't make him sick. My job was waking up at 4.35 in the morning and mowing for six, seven hours a day. Oh, well, yeah, I can see where that might ugh. do that. <laughs> and people would hit golf balls at me. Uh, lunchbox? Love it. Lawnmower. Eddie? Lawnmower. There you go. All right, name this sound. Lunchbox? That's the sprinkler, baby. Eddie? Sprinkler. Amy? Sprinkler. Nice. Name this summer sound. That's a tough one. That just sounds like the static on a TV. Well, I don't know. That's Play a it tough again. One. Hear it again. I'm in. You know it? I don't know, but I mean, I feel like it could be this. Do you have an answer now? I do. Lunchbox? I put a sparkler. Mike, oh, you yeah. give that sparkler the... Okay, Eddie? Okay, I do too have sparkler. Amy? Ow, washing a car. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it did sound like, like a water jet. Yeah. Fireworks is written down here, but Amy, you're not close enough. Bye. 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 All right, here we go. Number five. That's a tough one. Amy, what are you doing? That's not bongos. <laughs> Amy's playing bongos. I tell you, it's not bongos. <laughs> Sounds okay. of summer. Name this. That was an easy one. You easy? Yeah, easy, dude. Can I hear it one more time, boss? Yeah. What is that, Eddie? Oh wow. Okay, I have a guess. Lunchbox? That's the propane tank, Bobby. Eddie? That's exactly what it is. I put putting down the grill top. No, it's a propane tank. That's it. Lunchbox wins. Wow. He knows summer more than you do. Hey, play number eight. Just see if you guys would have got this one. Yeah, they're skiers. No. This does have to be specific here. What's that? Locust. No. Crickets. I mean, you can answer. I don't know, but... Cicadas? Cicadas. Oh. Chicharras. Yeah. What? So we used to call them chicharras. I never called them that. <laughs> 
<laughs> what do you call them? Lightning bugs or do you call them fireflies? Fireflies. Lightning They're bug. not though. Lightning, lightning bugs. bugs. No, no, I'm just asking a question. We call them lightning bugs. I know. I've been corrected a lot, but it was we call them fireflies as kids. I saw a map of America and there really are areas that people call them that. Hmm. Like, there's a whole part of the country that calls them fireflies. There's a whole part of the country that calls them lightning bugs. My kids love collecting those things. That's mean. I know. I, I, I make them. Lo- I used to do it too. I make, we all <laughs> did, but I make them let them. Like, you're not going to keep them, so just let them out. And then in the daytime, they suck. <laughs> yeah, they don't light <laughs> up. Because you'd the have day. them there, just bugs. <laughs> but the entire left side of the country and a little bit up into Michigan is fireflies. The entire southeast up into the northeast a bit is lightning bugs. Mm. Oh. As far as what people call them. Morgan, what'd you guys call them in Kansas? I call them lightning bugs. Yeah. Well, no, you're on this list as a lightning bugger. Raymundo in, in Michigan? Lightning bugs. Really? Ooh. It's the status quo. That's my guy over there. All right. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Bobby Bonchamp. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. The iHeart Country 4th of July barbecue was announced. Bobby Bones is hosting, and there will be performances by Lauren Elena, Kane Brown, and Old Dominion. It's going down on July 3rd on The CW at 8, 7 Central. Carly Pierce filed for divorce from Michael Ray. The two have called it quits just eight months after getting married. Eric Church is dropping a new song tomorrow called Stick That in Your Country Song. It'll be the fourth new song from him this year. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. After finding out his grandparents may soon run out of food at the start of the coronavirus shutdown, this kid Tanner was inspired to do something. He's 17 years old, says his grandparents who live in Des Moines, they don't want to leave their home because people get sick and they're older. And also the delivery services were charging really hefty fees. And not only that, Sometimes you couldn't even get them because everybody was doing it. So as a high school junior, he started a project called Tease Angel Hands. He recruited a team of 15 teens to deliver groceries for free to the elderly, also those with underlying conditions and pregnant women. They're now making 35 to 45 contactless deliveries a week from a grocery store to a local food pantry. That's awesome. And he says he's going to keep it going. He better because we're about to have round two of this thing. Wow, that's a great story. Tanner Keenan... Right outside of Des Moines, shout out to you, my friend. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Omaha, Nebraska. A 37-year-old man was out with his wife this past weekend, wanted to go to a local bar. They show up. Oh, sorry, we are already full. We can only have 50% capacity. He's like, hey, no problem. Goes back to his car, gets some pepper spray, opens the door, and pepper sprays the whole bar before running away. Yeah, I saw the guy on security footage, too. What an idiot. And so they got his description, and they notified other bars in the area, and he showed up at another bar, and police went and arrested him. What an idiot. Too easy. But why would you do that? Like, what are you proving by pepper spray? They didn't keep you out because of who you are. They kept you out because of a rule. Yeah, they were trying to do the social quarantine yeah. thing. Social, the social Dis- distance. Yeah, that's right, what right, I mean. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to trap Social you quarantine there. is an interesting concept. <laughs> All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead story of the day. Tomorrow evening, Raymundo and Lunchbox head to Vegas for Raymundo's bachelor party, which I'm excited about seeing if Ray wins that first bet. I gave him some money to gamble on roulette as soon as he gets there. And so you're going to be streaming that from at Bobby Bone Show on Instagram at 930 Central. Yes, on the dot. And people are saying, hey, you can't stream in a casino. We know. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to hide it. Mm-hmm. We're still going to do it. We're still going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not concerned about all the COVID cases spiking like crazy? I've talked to some people, and they said it's pretty thin in the casinos. You're distanced. 
I've seen pictures, but okay. A guy named, what's his name, Eddie? Vegas Tommy. He said what? Yeah, he's a listener to the show, and he tweeted, guys, Vegas is no fun right now. Born and raised here, and though casinos are open, it's much different atmosphere. No shows, restaurants are half capacity, pools are half capacity, most extra entertainment still closed. It's definitely no hangover right now. What do you think? I'm fine with it. I knew going in that there weren't going to be the same type things that I've known, we've all known about Vegas, but it's your friends that you're with. Those are the memories, not the buildings or the shows or the people or girls. Has your fiance put any rules on your party? Yeah. What is laid down like the new and old testament, man? <laughs> Both of them. Dang. She hit you with the double good book? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, no strip clubs whatsoever. Yeah. No anything with girls. Um, she's a little annoyed. She's fine, I guess, with maybe a couple dudes that are listeners of the show. She just doesn't want female listeners of the show meeting up with us. I don't know why, but because so she just ruled out girls. Basically, just give me a sausage fest. <laughs> that's what she wants, and that's what a bachelor party should be. And then she's limited drinks. She says <laughs> limited drinks. limited drinks. What? Because like, she she know doesn't want me out there lost in the desert all by myself. Because she said those guys want you to get super drunk. She goes, don't play into their games. Like stand up for yourself. This is your chance to be a man. <laughs> what do you mean stand up for yourself? Well, I thought the whole thing was they would take care of you since it's your bachelor party. They will, but this type group think is take a shot, drink this. It's your bachelor party. Who cares if you get drunk? And then next thing you know, I get lost. I don't know Vegas that well. Lost? Yeah, usually she's there. She'll direct me. She'll hold my hand. She helps me out a lot what when I've been a drinking. Child? Yeah, I mean, you need talking about grow up here. Grow up here in, in this. You say you're going to get hammered. Wait. So, and are you cool with her rules? I'm fine with it. She's my fiance. I listen to her. But I mean, yeah, she came hard. She tweeted, "The best part of Ray's bachelor party is that it's before mine. We'll be in Vegas next month. So do what you want, honey. Just know I'll do it too. Times two. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. She's uh, She thinks that I'm going out there to get do things I've never done in my life before. No, I'm going out there to hang out with my friends. You could have done that here, though, and then Eddie and I could have went. Exactly. I would. Uh, that's the thing. I want to get married. I want to get married to her, so I don't know why I would have all these weird things inside of me that I feel like I have to live out while I'm in Vegas. Okay, but you feel good. <sighs> I cannot wait. Flight Thursday afternoon. Yeah. Got the airplane bottles already. Got just a couple of them. Well, what's the limit? I don't know you do those. You can bring as many as you want on. No, your girl's limit. <laughs> don't you have a plain alcohol limit? Uh, no, no, no. I mean, she just said, like, look to your people that, like, we have an NFL player going with us, Matt Overton. He's very responsible. She said, look to him more than you would look to Lunchbox. Lunchbox oh. gonna <laughs> wants you to get smashed. Okay. Correct. But, you, but even though Vegas Tommy gave you bad intel about what's happening, you're good. Oh, that was rough. But when we come, I, mean, I believe the party's going to follow. Okay. The whole party's coming to Vegas oh with gosh. you from out of state. Mm-hmm. I bet, honestly, that there's an uptick. Okay. Let's hope it's in partying and not Corona. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here is the first voicemail we got when we came in this morning. Hey, Amy, uh, this question's for you. I just wondered, I heard you um, said that your husband still flies, but does he fly commercial flights? Like, what is he doing since he is not, like, in the Air Force anymore? That's all. Have a good day. Bye. That's a good question. So he flies... Uh, what does he fly? Like, um, charter? Charter. That's what it's called. I was like, what's the word? He does some charter flights. He picks them up whenever he can because he just loves being in the sky. He's but not an everyday pilot he's not for a charter. Everyday pilot for charter, but if they need one, he's on a list of guys. And boy, does he light up when he can. He can't always do it if he gets the call, depending on what we have going on. But if his schedule's open, he's like, hitting the road. See ya. And he loves, even if it's just like to Alabama and back, (laughs) 
He's he's all about it. And then he has he does a drone business every day during the day. So that's his everyday job, but flies when you can. Here is Natalie from Iowa. Hey, good morning, studio. My name is Natalie. I'm from Iowa. I'm just calling because I love your guys' show. I've been listening consistently for a year now. I'm usually about a couple days behind this because I listen on the podcast. Every time I listen to this episode over and over because I crack up every time. It's the episode where you do an easy trivia and you ask you how many days are in the year and Eddie doesn't know it. I literally was drinking a milkshake the first time I wasn't doing it and spit it out all over my car. I had to pull over just to clean it. Okay, Eddie, mm. she thinks you're funny. That's funny. She, I, she thinks I'm, yeah, I'm dumb and How funny. How many days are in a year? 365. Nice. Why did I miss that? Maybe it was days in a year or weeks in a year. I'm, maybe weeks. How many weeks in a year? 52. Yeah. Oh, yeah, see, look, you learned something. No, maybe I, there's something in there that I don't know, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, check it out. Easy trivia. Speaking of easy trivia, I did this version of my game show, Easy Trivia, with a thing CMA is doing called CMA Staycay. So we weren't able to do CMA Fest, but it's this whole thing where artists are playing, I'm hosting a game show, and I wrote a bunch of jokes. And one of the artists was Carly Pierce. Now, Carly Pierce, if you didn't hear, filed for divorce from Michael Ray. They just got married. By the way, in case you don't know, here's a Carly Pierce song. Every little thing you may know that one. I every and here's a Michael Ray song. When it comes to her and me, one of us moved on. They're both sad songs. <laughs> oh, gosh. Dang. So people reported the news first. They were getting divorced. I saw it on Instagram. and I, I texted Amy. I was like, holy crap. Carly Pierce and Michael Ray getting divorced. Well, the when I was doing the CMA staycay, I guess they were already split, but they haven't announced their, their divorce. And I said, hey, there's Carly Pierce. She's the best thing to happen to Michael Ray since hair jail. This is a little joke because Michael Ray wears a lot of hair product. And so they sent me the version of it, and the joke is still in. Oh, yeah. But I'm gl- well, I'm glad they did because I said, hey, you can take that out. I'm okay with that. Take it out. Mm-hmm. What annoyed me was the joke I told about Gone West. They they asked for it to be pulled and never hit me. Oh. Oh. They, which was not cool. Not cool. Like, don't censor me. Don't ask me to create a bunch of content and then, then pull stuff out. Because with Gone West... Do we have a clip of Gone West? It's Colby Calais' band. They came out and she announced, hey, we're still in the band, but me and my boyfriend in the band, we broke up, but we're still in the band. And the joke was, hey, Colby Calais switched formats. She's come from pop to country. Not a lot of people have done that. Even lesser people have been able to keep working with their ex-boyfriend. Something like that mm-hmm. was a joke. They didn't even tell me. All I got the product and it was gone. The joke was gone. Not cool. I'm a little irritated about that. I can tell. Like, we didn't spend all this time writing jokes and then for them to just start... Or just send it back and be like, hey, they've asked it. You pull it. I'd be like, sure. But I will not be censored. <laughs> but, but they were going to leave the the Michael Ray, Carly Pierce joke in They there. They came to me and said, hey, we, you know, it's in here. Mm. You saw what happened. I was like, yeah, no problem. We'll take it out. I ain't trying to hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah. But Raymundo posted something. He saw, because we did the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah, on June 6th. And, and I was there, and I didn't even notice, but... You know, they had Michael Ray on one side of the stage, Carly Pierce on the other. And in between of them, in between them was Steve Warner and Lee Bryce. Yeah. And I was like, maybe they're just positioned that way because of the songs they're singing. I don't know. But no, I guess they were positioned that way because they were already broken up. Is what I'm thinking, yeah. And then there's a pretty awkward cliff that I ended up I watched the whole thing and I mean this almost says, Hey, they're broken up and the Steve Warner and Lee Bryce had no idea whatsoever. Nobody really filled them in on stuff. All right, play the clip. 
Michael Ray, I feel like you should be snuck over this way a little closer to that end. I mean, I'm just saying. I didn't know we were social distancing. I didn't know what was going on. It's <laughs> very social. It's, very, it's like extra special social distancing. Something don't seem right. <laughs> you know. Don't Michael ever Ray. let me and Steve come in between you. Okay. Exactly. We had no. I had no idea. I was sitting there. Wow. Yeah. That's weird. And I guess a lot of people had noticed they weren't posting any Instagrams together. I didn't notice. No, I did. I don't think I follow either one of them. Oh, okay, yeah. But I'm saying I, a lot of people once once it like happened, fans. people were like, yeah. people were noticing they weren't posting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Morgan, anything you want to say about that? Yeah, well, and I I went back on her Instagram to see, and she didn't have a ring on in some of them. So like, oh, if people dang. were paying attention, we probably would have noticed before it got announced. Well, listen, I hope it works out for them. Their lives. It's a quick divorce, but let's give everybody their own space. Yeah. Understand there are things happening that we have no idea what's right. going on. Um, and then just root for the best. Yeah. They're still young. They're only married for eight months, but I know what it's like to be really married yet. <laughs> you know? Well, probably more than their typical eight months because I'm sure they were used to traveling and then quarantine happened. Maybe that's why. You see all these divorces outside of quarantine. Hey, listen, even if maybe she, they may not have finished all their thank you cards in the wedding. They don't have to now. <laughs> look at the bright side. Yeah, because you have a year to do that. Yeah, look at the bright side. Do you have to return the gifts, though, is the nah, question. Nah, nah, it's all done. No. It's all done. <laughs> yeah, they probably just got some of them in. Uh-huh. Wow. Do you have to return them? Do you have to split the hair products now? Microwave oh. hair products. Does that get split? <laughs> like like children? Yeah, like, all right. <laughs> Did you ever see that picture from the 90s whenever <laughs> the, the couple was getting divorced and they had all the Beanie Babies in the middle of the courtroom and they were, the judge made them each pick one Beanie Baby at a time because they were fighting over Beanie Babies? No, but that's no. funny. it was real? Yeah, it was real. Oh, my god. The Beanie Babies were a big thing back then. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Yeah, there's a picture. All the- Mike, what'd you search to get that picture? Beanie Babies Divorce. Search that on Google. <laughs> you'll see it. Anyway, listen. Best to both of them. Um, Michael Ray, such a nice guy. Mm-hmm. I know him. Raymundo got... You tried to party with them once, right? Yeah, on the bus. That's back in the day when he wasn't even really with her. I mean, so maybe the bus parties are back on. I have no idea. But you didn't get invited to the bus party, didn't he? I did, but then the bus wasn't there. (laughs) (laughs) So you got invited to a non-existent party. Yeah, when I met up at 2 a.m., there was no Michael Ray and no bus. Okay. And do you think that was on purpose or... Uh, maybe because I was texting him and he really wanted the chick that my uh, girlfriend at the time was with. He wanted her. Didn't we ban Michael Ray from the show for a bit? Yes. Because of 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 the bus party. (laughs) (laughs) How juvenile are we? This is Nicole from Alabama. Hey, Bobby. Morning, studio. Um, I just wanted to call and tell y'all how much I love the show and I enjoy listening. I drive a lot for my job, so I listen every single day. I do not miss a single second of any episode. On Tuesday's show, you um, did a Mickey Mouse impression and it was hilarious and nobody really laughed at it, but I was laughing and I was waiting for you to do more, so I want some more Mickey Mouse impression because you sounded just like them. <laughs> but anyway, thank you guys so much for everything you do and for always being so positive and just such a crazy time that we live in. Hope y'all have a good day. Thank you, Nicole. You know, I think it was Sexy Mickey I was doing. Oh. And I was like, Minnie, come on over here. You look great. <laughs> but And nobody laughed. But here's the thing. This is what I'm experiencing now. Not only in this room, because we're around each other so much that if you don't bring it up 0.1% every week or so, it just starts to be normal. Yeah. We've heard you do that before. Mm-hmm. Maybe not Sexy Mickey. <laughs> no, no. We hadn't heard Sexy Mickey Mouse. Same thing in my relationship right now. Like, the only reason Caitlin likes me is because I'm funny. 
And so when we first started dating, I was hilarious to her. She couldn't get enough of it. Well, now she gets it all the time, so it's just normal. But what will happen is what I do is we'll put around friends or around people, even on we'll do like Zoom. We'd play this trivia game on PlayStation, and two of our other friends would get on Zoom. We all play it on PlayStation so we can talk to each other on Zoom. And I'll be killing. They're laughing their butts off. And I'm like, see how funny you think I was? <laughs> I have to point it out to her through other people now when I'm just laying down the jokes. So, yeah, maybe you guys are just used to... We're my, used to all probably. the funny. You're used to how <laughs> hilarious long, I am. Long time. Yeah. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So Carrie Underwood put up this picture of herself in a swimsuit on social media, kickoff summer. But that's not really even what stood out to me at all. First of all, her closet looks huge. No surprise there. But she has a washer and dryer full size in her closet. And I thought, okay, well, this is genius. I mean, I'm, I'm never going to have that, but that's goals. Yeah, you can just dry them and put them Hold right there on the shelf. It, like, why have we yeah. never thought of this? I saw that too. Well, we haven't thought of it because we don't have a closet that has a washer and dryer hookup. True. I would assume if that's the case, you build the house specifically for and that. say I need oh. a washer dryer in the closet we're building. Right. She for sure has other laundry rooms. This is probably just I bet you money. Mm. She might have two. One one downstairs, one upstairs, three in her and one in her closet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the life. So yeah. yeah. Shout out. And her swimsuit looks super cute. I'm sure it maybe it's her Kalia brand. Yep, it is. Kalia Cal you know, I've always wondered why. The name of her brand is a little confusing. Kalia, Kalia. I don't know how to say it either, but I, it's not I know. for me. It's got cute stuff, but they Kalia, sell it. Kalia, Hillary says. Kalia. Oh, thank you, Kalia. Thank you. thank you. Okay, so the next Apple Watch update will have a new feature that listens to you washing your hands, and it will tell you if you don't wash it for at least 20 seconds. <laughs> your watch is going to call you out. Well, they're also putting out, I believe, a smart doorbell camera. That they can tell who's at your door. What do you, what? Yeah. I thought we had that with the ring or whatever. No, no, no. That's you see who's at the door. There's a difference. Okay, tell me more. So Apple's new operating system 14, first of all, will include a wireless way to unlock a vehicle, which is great, which already surprised it isn't happening now. I'm surprised we don't have remotes on our phones. Okay, hold the, on. The, hold on. Get, let me get to the story. Hold, hold on. on. Okay. Car key will be paired to an iPhone and Apple Watch. It works. Users, um... This isn't the right story. There's another story, though, where it's a, oh, a, so like, a smart, they can recognize facial recognition like Facebook uses. So the door would tell me Bobby's at the door because yes. it recognizes your face. Yes. What? My new house, we just moved in and the microwave is built into the wall. So I don't really know how to, I, I'm not a big on microwaves anyway, but I've started to use them more. But the other one I had was like $50 from Walmart. This, I don't know what it is, but you you don't have to touch it and you wave in front of it. It's the coronavirus microwave. <laughs> I have no, the previous owners put it in, but I don't know. I stood there in front of it yesterday waving for like five minutes. I couldn't ever figure out how to use it. So I got to Google how to use a touchless microwave. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, huh? It is. I, you know, I have the, one of those small convection, is it called convection oven? Yeah. No, it's not an oven. It's a top where it doesn't get hot so your kids don't burn their hands. A griddle? No, no, no. It's a top. You cook on it. But it's a, is it a convection stove? <laughs> convection yeah. stove. Yeah, okay. I, listen, what do I know? I ain't cooking anything. Uh-oh. All right, what else you got? Okay, well, I saw this and I just thought, wow, okay, this is insane. If this is how we do yoga in the future, there's these 
pods that people were practicing yoga in. They're clear bubbles. There's about 50 of them outside and they're about seven feet tall, 12 feet wide. And you get inside your own little plastic bubble and practice yoga. So you can take a class with 50 other people, but you're in your own little pod. (laughs) Rain or shine. It just is a lot of space. That's the problem. Yeah, it's a lot. Because you can't really do it in a studio. And each little bubble has its own individual fan in case you get hot. So I just thought, man, the future is already looking crazy. It always is, though. Think about any in the 50s. Yeah, but coronavirus really expedited the future. Yeah, but we're going to do things in, in a lot of ways better because of this. Just I like agree. after 9-11 happened, security at airports got a lot better. Forever, mm-hmm. it'll be changed. Right. We're going to, infectious disease-wise, handle things a lot different for the future moving forward because we learned so much from this. Yeah. I hate to go all tell me something good on you, but that's what that's what I just did there. Well, thank you. All right. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So twin sisters that go to Mesquite High School in Texas, Judith and Janet. One was valedictorian. Shout out Judith with a 3.95 GPA. And then Janet salutatorian with 3.94. So smartest girls in school and their sisters. Man, that would stink. Well, no, they said here. Second place. (laughs) Judith and Janet are incredibly close, but there are no hard feelings about who Uh came in first. No bitterness, (laughs) Janet says. Is a tenth of a point, though. That's yeah, crazy. so close. Both of them will be attending Texas A&M University in the fall. Whoop! That's where and they want to have careers in medicine. Do you still have your Texas A&M ring? No, I lost it in North Carolina. I don't know if it. I lost it or got our house was broken into there, and my husband's academy ring was stolen. And I think, academy sports and outdoors. No, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Air Force Academy. Oh, <laughs> and I. I don't know for sure because, like, stuff just went missing. Either I lost it around the same time or mine was stolen, too. Or it's, like, fell somewhere and it's in that house. It was our first house as a married couple. So I'm, I kind of hope when we have these tell-me-something-goods about class rings, 60 years later, someone gets a phone call. I found your class ring under our house. Does it say Amy Brown on yes. it? Yes. It has my—yeah, not Brown, Moffitt, because oh. that was my maiden— Made a name. It says class of 03. Okay, let's do this. If anybody out there can find yeah. Amy's Texas A&M <laughs> ring. Amy Moffitt was her maiden name. It says Amy E. Moffitt, I think. Or maybe, yeah. Speaking of which, I can't find an ACM award. Somebody still want an ACM award. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we have four as a show and can't find the fourth one. I think somebody came to my house and stole it. Uh-oh. So ask for that, too, yep. while you're at it. Yeah. Yeah, also, <laughs> if you can, I'll find, I need to find out what year it was. Someone st- take, has taken one of my ACM awards. And it has your name on it? Bobby Bones? Yeah. yeah. That's no good. We, that's the tell me something good we want to have. Yeah. Amy gets a ring back. I get the ACM award back. Uh, mm. Congratulations to those twins. Yes. That's a great story. Salutatorian, second valedictorian. They got it both. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. Over to Amy with the morning corny. The morning corny. Why can't cats use computers? Why can't cats use computers? Because all they want to do is chase the mouse. Nice. Our mouse. My who uses a mouse though anymore? Huh? 
I do. I guess on a big computer? Well, on my computer that I have at home if we're working from home yeah. to do the show. That's a great joke seven years ago. Like No, scroll, I oh, literally oh. use a mouse for that. I guess I don't have a big computer and anymore. During coronavirus, I was using that mouse every day. Okay, still a good joke then. Thank okay, you. Okay, there it is. Thank you. We hit that end again, Raymond. There it is. <laughs> that was the morning corny. Well, here's a bummer. I got a note because I was going to go speak at the governor's mansion during this big governor circle dinner. On August 8th, they just canceled it completely because of COVID. Dang. That's a big moment Those for me. time to shine. May have been announcing a certain candidacy, too. Who knows? What? Mm-hmm. Already? Oh, I'm there? Gonna, listen, I'm going to tell you, it is ramped up with people in Arkansas calling me, asking me if I'll run for governor. Well, I mean, I they've been asking that. I right? know, but, but right now you're playing a little dumb because I've been telling you stuff off the record. I'm not playing dumb. You are a little bit. I guess I just don't sometimes register how serious it is because it still seems crazy to me, to be honest. But I mean, I'm I'm here for it. I'll vote. Why is it any crazier than anything else? Bobby. (laughs) People see me in them and I see me in the people. We came from the same spot. Most people don't grow up rich kids. Right. I think that you would be an amazing politician for that reason. I don't care about being a politician. A, I know you don't. That's don't. the thing. I never pictured you being a politician. Don't you don't have to I don't want to be I'm a politician. Saying. But you're I going ju- to be. Nope. If you're going to be governor, that that's doesn't a matter. Politician. I'm not going to be a politician. Okay. I'm going to be a leader of my like-minded people Her- that don't come from a lot that want to be a lot. Okay. Well, that I can see you as. Yes. The politician part, I'm struggling with. No, I'm not but if you put it that way, then now I'm... I, I, I want to be a I civic leader. Okay. Well, regardless, that, I was bummed out. I was really going to roast them with some jokes. <laughs> the governor, let's look at them now. Have they rescheduled? Yeah, 2021. But 2021? Yeah. August says, please put on Bobby's schedule for Saturday, August 7th, 2021. Seriously? Yeah. That's literally what it says on this. Why know. an entire year? Because they're not doing the governor's that same dinner and event until then. It's oh, an event. I get it. And I was going to speak and headline and, you know. Well, I mean, by 2021. Who knows? All I'm saying is everybody thinks it's a, a joke. It ain't a joke. People are hitting me up left and right going, will you run? Will you run? Would you be interested in running? No, the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, Gazette newspaper, called yeah. me. Oh, yeah. And to interview me about you for that article. And that was one of their f- main questions is, and I what are you going to do, do it. when Bobby's governor of Arkansas? They weren't even asking. I think they asked me legit what I would do when you take that position. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> okay, this is happening. Uh, I just want people that don't come from a lot to have a chance because I, I have a chance. I didn't come from a lot. So that's my job. That's my goal. Anyway, thanks for the joke. That's a bummer here on that one. Um, but in the good good news, good news, Clint Black's coming in a minute. He's going to perform. Amazing. I believe he's going to do, and I'm leaving here a better man. Right? Is that what we know? Yes? Thumbs up. Yeah! Clint Black in just a few minutes. He's going to play this. Isn't this such a jam? So good. <sighs> now I think I can. Do it now. And I'm, I'm leaving, leaving here a better man. I like to do that thing on my voice where I go, hey. I like to do that half yodel. Leaving here a better man. I can do it too. The Bobby A guy claims that he had Tinder on his phone to look at the haircuts. What do you think about that? 
I don't think so. Because, I mean, you catch your husband on Tinder and you're like, whoa, 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 what do you have that app for? Right. But he's like, no, I just want to see the shirts they were wearing. The girl, oh, you know, I'm into blouses. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, they could do that on Instagram, I guess. True. Catching your partner with a dating app would lead many people to think, okay, unfaithful. But one man has quite the excuse, the article says. The woman shares that she and her boyfriend have been living together in quarantine. That one, her man always keeps his hair buzzed, but grew it out during lockdown. So she said she recently was on his phone listening to music and noticed he downloaded the Tinder app. When she looked into it, she found that he had set up a woman's account to swipe on men. And what? while he hasn't messaged, messaged anyone, she suspected he may be cheating when he insists it's not the case. Whoa. But that would mean cheating with the man. Yeah. When I confronted him about it, he said he created it to look at men's haircuts. She said, why don't you just Google men's haircuts? <laughs> 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 that's, a good, that's a good question. Yeah. He claimed it was because then he'd only be seeing male models and people on Tinder, they weren't stock photos. Do we believe him? I mean, because there's a whole twist, not just the cheating, it's he maybe living a, a double secret life, a cheating life, but also with dudes instead of women. Part of me might believe him for a minute. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, okay, I guess you're looking at hair. <laughs> Here's why I might believe him a little bit. Why? If I were hiding something on my phone, I would never give my phone over to my girlfriend or wife to have to listen to music. Like, I would never do something that dumb. Yeah. Does he not know that Tinder's specifically for hooking up and dating? Sure. Oh, he did not. I don't think it's a haircut app. Okay. <laughs> it's not. I thought maybe he was confused as to what the purpose of... He thought it was TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking through. I would think if it were me, I would not give my girl my phone if I was didn't want her to see something on my phone. So I, as I talk myself through it, I kind of believe him right now. Yeah, he just doesn't sound like, you know, sharpest tool in the shed. It just, you should just tell her then. That's one of the things. If you're going to download Tinder, you go, hey, baby, listen, I'm downloading Tinder. I'm catfishing as a woman, but only to see haircuts. <laughs> Heads up. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe he wants to see haircuts in his radius. Because, you know, Tinder checks who's near you. <laughs> this, no, the, t- not, that's not Tinder. I thought that was Tinder. That, I thought Tinder. Grinder. <laughs> no, no, that's no. Oh. Tinder does. You can you can get I on Tinder. I've been on Tinder in so long. I mean, years and no, years. No, because when my girlfriends and I last time we went to Haiti, <laughs> we put in their Tinder app that we were in Port-au-Prince because we wanted to see if they had any matches. <laughs> and were there? Yeah, there was one American guy that was there studying or whatever, and he was just waiting up for anyone to come in town. Okay, so yeah, I think you can do that. Maybe you just want to see what's in style in his neighborhood. Coming up in the next segment, Clint Black will be in studio. Yes. Very excited about this. He's got a new record out today, or th- that's out this week, but he's also going to play Better Man, which you may know by us all singing it now. No, no, just we're going to sing it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you don't need that, right? Better Man. Come on, everybody. No. Knowing you this way. Amy, solo. Things I couldn't do before. Eddie, now, now I think I can. Everybody, and now I'm leaving here a better man. All right, Clint Black, he's going to play that. But why does he need to play it? We just sang it. We're good. Our dude. audience is full. They're fulfilled now. <laughs> now, Clint Black in next right now. He is in our marathon green room. He's here in studio. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Clint Black. All right, Clint Black. When he comes in, it's like a tornado <laughs> rolling through. Clint, how you doing? Lots of damage. Good to see you again. Good morning. I was telling a story the other day because uh, you and Darius did the Opry, and I host that show, and there's nobody there in the Opry, which has got to be pretty weird, though, too, right? To play. Yeah, and even you guys, you were so far away. 
so, social distance. Yeah. yeah. But there's only been, I think, two or three people in my entire career that I said, I have to go and meet them. And you were one of them because we well, hadn't thanks. met. We had not. We had talked on the phone. Yep. But we had never met. And I went up and, you know, it was just a, a real thrill because, and I hope you take this the right way, is that I grew up and you were such a big part of my life. Like, I'm such a big fan. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, was, I don't know what I did, but I hope that, uh, you know, I kept you fed and housed. And- I don't know about either one of those, but you kept me smiling and singing for sure. Thanks. Um, you know, a story that you and I had talked about. I and by like, the way, I thought you just came up and said hi to everyone, so nev- I, have I didn't not- feel extra special at all. Only two people I've done that with on the Opry stage. One was... Mm, now, you're uh, the only one I can remember, so uh, there you go. The other one I forgot. I, I was trying to think who else I did that with. These are memorable experiences, <laughs> aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> but you, you didn't always live in Nashville, though. You lived in Texas for a long time, right? Yeah, I'm from Houston. Yeah. So yeah. When, when did you come to Nashville? Uh, 87, came up, met with uh, some record companies and uh, producers, and then... Uh, my album came out in 89 and I was touring and so I was here all the time but in a hotel and it just got uh, you know we didn't have a, a lot of hotels here back then and uh and so it was getting old pretty fast so I bought a house did you stay in Nashville or did you ever have a moment where you're like I'm going back to Texas to live for a while I was staying in I was staying in Texas it, it was only uh that I I got home for about two weeks out of every year uh, that just made me get a place here because I, I just couldn't stand staying in the hotels. That's all I was doing was uh, coming here a couple of days, and that it was never time to get back to Houston except at the end of the year. So uh, it just sort of uh, wore me out. Did some of those buses come by and, like, find your house? Did you ever have, or in Nashville, when you were in Nashville, did they ever come by and be like, all right, look at you left there. That's Clint Black's place. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I did have some of that. It was more of a, it was with uh, neighbors who would come up in their boats uh, when I had a house on the lake. And, uh, you know, they'd be uh, waving their beer cans, yelling, we're killing time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and probably oh, think they were so funny, too, like you had never heard that. <laughs> That's yeah. fun. Somebody actually knocked on my door, and she and her friends, uh, you know, this this group of ladies, and one of them was married to a guitar player in somebody famous's band I won't name, but uh, they knocked on my door really early in the morning, and you know they were like a, a welcome wagon or an interrogation wagon, really, and uh, I said hi, how you doing, and you know they told me who they were and. And then uh, one of them says, well, we just wanted to come by and see if you were really as nice as you seemed. And I thought, well, you should have come later in the afternoon because I'm really a a lot nicer then than 8 a.m. Clint Black is here. You know, one of the interesting stories, when you had your first record, uh, you had a a very short song. uh, Killing Time, is it two minutes and... 15 seconds? No, it's longer. Uh, uh, probably uh, three minutes. Uh, but yeah, we were uh, we were cutting for radio, and then I would say to the record company, I'm going to do a few longer ones. That you, you'll never be a single. It just, uh, But I have to do them. And so didn't a record, uh, radio guy go, hey, you know what? This should actually be the single, because I'd spin it a whole bunch more. Oh, if yeah, so. yeah. It was uh, Bob Guerra at KZLA, and uh, Carson Schreiber uh, had 
you know, taking me around all the West Coast stations, and uh, Straight from the Factory was going to be the first single, and I thought, ah, I'm really worried about a Western swing song playing all over the country, and uh, and I had a cassette tape in my pocket, and you know, Bob said, well, played them Straight from the Factory. He said, well, I could, if you get that into the top twenty, I can add it, and I knew what that meant. You know, it's the Catch Twenty Two uh of uh promotion so uh i took a chance i was new i didn't know if it would be frowned upon but i said i uh, i've got this tape in my pocket can i play you this one and uh i gave him the tape it was better man and and at the end of the first chorus he hit stop and said i'll add that out of the box and we got out of there and called the head of the label and said you know guess what just happened we have to change the single choice and uh, they did and uh, that one went to number one and really kind of got me uh, on this show. Congratulations. Into this yeah. show. <laughs> Look at that. Welcome. <laughs> I saw you at the Opry and Darius was doing a Hootie song. He was doing Hold My Hand. And you're so good on guitar. I saw you, um, I guess you knew what key was in, so you started playing the solo. And I looked at Darius' face and he's like, holy crap, Clint Black's playing the solo for a Hootie song. I'm assuming just by watching that in, in rehearsal that he didn't know you were going to do that and you, you just started playing the solo. Is that true? I'll barge my way in if I have to. No, he actually, uh, when we uh, talked on the phone, uh, we were talking about what to do together and, and uh, picked Mama Tried to sing together. And, uh, and he said, do you want to play a solo on uh, Hold My Hand? And I said, sure. And then uh, I said, what are the changes on it? He goes, it's real simple. It's real easy. I wrote it. <laughs> and I thought, okay, that doesn't mean, you know, I'm I'm not big on improvising, uh, but I uh, I really sort of studied all the types of things that I could do uh, the night before, and then just winged it, and uh, and for me, uh, I was as surprised as anyone that I did a good job at it, uh, because normally I have to I have to work things up. I did a thing with Chet Atkins once, and, and I was going to play rhythm, and he was going to solo, and halfway through, he threw it to me. Said, Take it away, Clint. <laughs> I'm like improvising this solo, and, and, uh, and this was, you know, 12 years ago. Uh, you know, I wasn't as average as I am now. So uh, halfway through it, he says, don't look so serious. I'm thinking, I'm not serious. I'm scared to death. I'm playing a guitar <laughs> solo with Chet Atkins. What do you want? When you finished that solo, I texted Eddie. That's Eddie, my producer, my yeah. best How friend you doing, there. Clint? Eddie, I thought y'all were the judges. You're going to hold up judges. or something, you know? <laughs> I texted him. I said, hey, uh, Clint Black just played lead on a Hootie song from an empty Opry. I said, I'm all good. I can check out now. It's, it's All my things came together all at once. So that, that was it's kind of novel, isn't it? That was really cool. Eddie has a question for you. Eddie, what do you want to ask I him? do. Clint, you, you probably remember this, but uh, you were my first concert ever. Uh, South Padre Island Convention Center. You probably remember this. I'm wow, sure you I, remember I, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was you? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, th this, were, this was back in the day when um, it was before the internet, so you had to call the 1-800 number to buy tickets. And it would take an hour and a half to get tickets. And once you got them, they were the worst tickets ever in the back of the of the convention center. But halfway through the show, I snuck in the front, had the best time of my life. Awesome. I never know how those those ticket things work. Because you, you I mean, you you can actually be right first up and you're you're still way back in the back. Yeah, yeah. We had terrible seats. But we got there and we loved it. But my question for you was What, what year was that? Gosh, ninety probably ninety, ninety one. Wow. That would, that would be my guess. But my question for you was, what was your first concert? Do you remember that? 
Well, I was uh, I was just a baby when we uh, uh, my parents took me to see Roy Rogers in the uh, Astrodome. Uh, but the first one I remember um, was Ted Nugent and the Amboy Dukes <laughs> with Head nice. East as the opening act. Play Catch Fever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on. Um, but then, uh, then I saw Merle Haggard right after that, so I kind of put those two together. How old were you then? Uh, that would have been probably 1970. I would have been, uh, I don't know, eight, ten years old, something <laughs> That's awesome. like that. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Do you get the Don Johnson a lot? Like you look like Don Johnson. I've heard that a couple of times. A couple thousand? Are you being facetious or really? No, no, just a couple, couple of times. Because I just lot. watched. Um, yeah, what was the that? superhero? What's super? Watchmen. The Watchmen, and it could have been you. I thought it was you. Except he, he wasn't... Uh, I should go to his bank. Didn't have a harmonica around his neck. <laughs> um, the harmonica, you're pretty good at that too, huh? Yeah, that was my first instrument, so... Damn. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm not... There are guys out there that, that discourage me when I hear them from, from ever playing again uh, because they're, they're just so accomplished on the instrument. And, I, and I'm, I'm just kind of, a, kind of a blues player. You know, I've got some licks and... Uh, but I wouldn't hold myself up as uh, as being in, in the class with these harmonica players. I'm doing the quotation marks in the air. Well, we cheat. We'll, we have a band, and we play around, and we'll play a song, and I'll just get the harmonica that's in the right key. And, like, we'll play, like, the romantics and something, and, and all you have to do is blow it to the beat. <laughs> that's it's in it. the right key. That's literally—I didn't know it was so easy. And people are like, dang, you're good. Most of the notes will work. Mo- the most do. At any given time. And then people just start to freak out when you start with a harmonica and they don't know you play, that they don't even listen to what you're doing. Yeah, and they can't see through your skin to see just how simple it is through what you're doing. Did you take harmonica lessons? I did not. So how did you learn? I, uh, I learned by listening and then just, just trying to mimic— and I was run out of a lot of rooms. My brothers lo- would lock me in the closet at times because it was so annoying. Um, there was, uh, on, the, on those early harmonicas I bought, there was a little sheet in there that would show you which notes to play to play, uh, you know, various songs, um, Home on the Range and, and things like that. Uh, but I started out playing the blues, uh, just, you know, old Joe Clark. And, and really, really roughly. And then uh, as I became exposed to uh, different harmonica players, I, I started to adapt to, you know, playing more of the single note. Instead of the chording. So like uh, uh, Billy Joel. Or Bob Dylan. You know, they were doing a lot of that chording, which just... Uh, uh, even some of the blues guys were doing, but I started to really gravitate more to guys like Fingers Taylor. I was a huge, was a huge Fingers Taylor fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I played with Jimmy Buffett. And, Come on, uh, <laughs> you know who he is. Yeah, yeah, of course. We had so, Jimmy Buffett on the show last right. week. Yeah. Yeah. So Fingers, uh, Magic Dick, who played in the Jay Giles band. Um, <laughs> My nickname yeah. in college, Here too. We go. Yeah, yeah. I see where y'all went with that. <laughs> Well, I Magic, mean, what, right? You're why, thinking, yeah, how yeah. is that someone's name? <laughs> yeah. Magic Dick? Yeah. Probably why that was his name. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> A song Whammer Jammer on the Jay Giles Live album. I uh, was obsessed with that. So listening to those guys, I started trying to, to be more precise with my playing, and it, and it took a while, but 
uh, you know, I got to I got to the point where you, you I could still be rhythmic playing with the single notes. When you play guitar, you're such a proficient player. Do you see anything? Are you seeing colors? Are you like how are you able to you know play a solo just from memory? Is it just practice and, and hard work, or is it something in your <laughs> mind where you're like? I can see it a bit different. It's a lot of practice. I don't. I don't see in in the colors and all. Uh, for me, I, I I didn't you know learn the best way. I learned with chord shapes, and then uh, and, and and so I I didn't I didn't learn the scales and the foundational stuff so well. So it took me a long time to adapt uh, to being able to see things to play uh, on the guitar. So. Uh, when I'm soloing, I'm I'm just working around. Some of it's just familiar stuff that I, you know, that I've played a bunch, and and some of it is just seeing the chord, uh, and 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 seeing the shape of the chord, and knowing how the notes are connected. It's uh, it's not the best way to go about it. Do you remember the first song you ever learned on guitar? Yeah, it would have been uh, Redneck Mother by Ray Wiley Hubbard. Nice. Yeah. And then playing the same chords backwards, I learned Can't You See by the Marshall Tucker Band. Hmm. That's the same chords backward? Yeah. He was born in Oklahoma. Wife's name was Betty Lou Thelma Liz. Haggard, the live version. And then Can't You See is, this is all in the wrong key, too high. No, I Take a freight train down at the station. Go take a freight train. There, Come on. You get up. You can get up there. That's that's not your roll out of bed note <laughs> right there. But it's been a long time. We rolled out of bed a long time yeah. ago. Uh, well, listen, I'm I'm so glad you're here. You do have a new record, Sal. It is called Out of Sane. Uh, tell me about this record and why is it called Out of Sane? Well, I I looked around the lyrics to see if anything jumped out. Uh, uh, that would speak to the the entire album, and there's a line in the last song, what I knew then, uh, which goes, uh, I can't stop thinking, and I rack my brain, one thought behind, and a little in and out of sane. And I thought, out of sane, I started to correlate that to the, the entire process for me, which is, it starts out all well and good. I'm in, I'm in my brain, and uh, I'm writing, I'm, I'm creating music and it and it's coming from a sane place you go through the tracking the overdubs getting into the mix process and i'm worn out on the music there's no mojo left i'm so immersed in it that i can't sleep at night uh i wake up after just a few hours and and it's like the radio going off and and the bobby jones bone show playing in my head and i can't turn it off and i gotta get up and and uh uh, that was supposed to be a slight little dig at you, but it didn't. It happens so naturally. Oh, yeah, people I do thought, that. I I thought, honestly, no. people call me that and they don't even think anything of it. I thought, well, here's another one. <laughs> Just one of my musical heroes. Oh, no. He, wa- he wanted that. Okay, that, that great was great golfer now that we with know. the radio show. <laughs> now that we know it was a joke. Ah, look at you, Clint. Put a little people music really behind that yeah, yeah, joke. Yeah. So, um, so then when it gets to the mixing, uh, it becomes so much more science than art. It's just torturing the last bit of the process, and I don't feel like I'm really in my brain anymore. I'm just I'm just working at two tenths of a decibel uh, level changes, and 
and trying to make sure everything has its place scientifically, but there's no pleasure in it. And and I produced a band once, and and at the end they they kept uh, changing out instruments and doing different things. And it and it occurred to me that they they don't know yet that there's nothing left in this for you now. It's over for you. You know, maybe a year from now you can listen to this record and it'll make you feel something, but not now. It's it's so over and it's, it's so science that uh, you can't really enjoy it. And so I thought Out of Sane really speaks to the front end and the back end uh, of what it is. And then I wanted the... Uh, the cover shot that I used with me in black and white and the Amer- my American flag guitar in color, I knew I wanted that shot for the cover, and I thought this speaks to that as well because at any given time, America is a little in and out of sane also. And then uh, when the timing uh, you know, coincided with this uh, coronavirus and then uh, all the writing, I just thought, God, would this, was, was that just you know it's it it would seem as though i looked at our environment and said this is what the album should be and the you know the cover should have an american flag and the first song should be america still in love with you because look what we're going through but it was all so much just happenstance the album is out now 23rd album out of sane. It's you stream it all this week. Even download it helps first week album sales. That's why we that's why we have you here this week. That's We're right. Gonna get those first week yeah. album get sales up. up. That's right. Now and you know if you get the actual CD, I encourage people to just go ahead and get two of them because <laughs> they're CDs and they wear out. It's a good point. And think about that and get it this <laughs> week especially. Yeah. Um. So here's what we're gonna do. I would like for you to play America, but first, would you play a better man? Yeah. And my first hit. Yeah, that's, yeah, this is a jam right here. It's my friend and yours, Clint Black, everybody. Yeah. Feel free to sing along unless you don't know the words. <laughs> or you can just make them up. I did. Hey, guys, so because of licensing rules, we can't play anything with music on this iHeartRadio channel or podcast anymore. But you can go to bobbybones.com to see it. We hate that we had to take it down. It wasn't our decision, but I just wanted to keep you up, and we wanted to keep up as much as possible. So uh, go to bobbybones.com to watch or hear whatever you're missing right now, and thank you for listening to the show, and sorry about all the legal stuff. Mr. Bobby Bones. Come on! Nice job on the sing-along. Well, here's the thing. First of all, to answer your question, yes, there's reverb. Yeah, I don't want to yell during the song. Two, if it's a song our listeners really want to hear, I won't let us sing as much as we want. And when you said sing-along, everybody eyeballed me to see if I gave them the okay. And I didn't at first. But on that last one, we all jumped in. That was great. Yeah. So Scuba Steve, our producer's in there, and he sent us a text that said, hey, he invited y'all to sing. Do it. Ha ha, sounds great. And I literally replied to him. We have to follow Bobby's leader. We get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> we sang the end, but our yeah, listeners don't want to hear us sing. Yeah. No, it was better it's that true. you waited because it looked like, you know, you're not going to do it. And then there you all came yeah. in and, and, and good job. <laughs> oh, does anybody know what movie that is from? Everybody sing Now Just Me? No. That's, uh, th- you oh, no. should take credit for I, it. I want to say it was uh, a Val Kilmer movie. Uh, so you don't know. Batman. The, I didn't see it. The Doors. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, maybe it, was it was it Doors? No, oh. it was uh, one of those silly movies he did. He just dropped that. Yeah. There Thanks. you go. Do you want us to sing a song to you? 
Yeah. This is killing time. It's killing me. Come on, everybody. Uh, drink your myself life. Thinking I can't see. Oh, this is the big one. Here we go. And I'm going would you marry me? Right? Would you marry me? Well, you just might find I'll be killing time for eternity. Well, you just might find I'll be killing time for eternity. That's why we sing it back yeah. to you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Now, what is this change in lyric? Uh, oh, if I cross that line and you marry me? Well, that's Amy. Oh, think, she doesn't know I, any words. Um, I struggle with lyrics <laughs> at times. But, I mean, it's, the thing is, is that that's how I sang it all those years ago, and it doesn't that's leave great. me. So I just continue with it. I love it. You know? No, I'd never heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> so what are the we- what's the real lyrics? If I cross that line and they bury me. Okay. Yeah, it's a big difference. Way different. <laughs> yeah, somebody uh, actually yeah. wrote to me complaining that I was promoting drinking and driving. Oh, interesting. I know it's astounding, isn't it? That people wrote. Who to would you? know I'm for that? <laughs> uh, Clint Black. I'm not. I'm not. He's, he's got I'm a not. new album out. It's called uh, Out of Sane. I hope you check it out. Listen, it is it is straight country music. And you wrote a bunch with. I, he's, I'm sure he's your friend more than he is mine. But I love Steve Warner. He's all right. And you wrote, wrote a bunch of songs this record with him. Yeah, yeah. We've written a lot of songs over the years together, probably about almost two albums worth that have been spread out through uh, since uh, Nothing But The Taillights. But, uh, you want to sing that one to the you? The great thing about Steve. <laughs> it's all us yes. just singing his songs back to him. Yeah. <laughs> all right, go ahead. The yeah. great thing about Steve. The great thing about Steve is that he'll stay out of the way and let me do the creative work. It's a good thing about him. I feel like, again, you're poking at Steve and we're not in on the joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's such a nice guy that uh, he often won't even really know. I'm, I'm digging on him. When I did that, uh, directed the video for Been There, which he and I wrote and, do, and sang together. And, uh, and I really didn't want us to be like together singing together. I wanted us separate somehow. So uh, I projected at, at any given time, one of us was on camera and the other was projected onto something the piano top or playing in the tv or in the window so we were never together so i had this clever idea to do an edit uh where all of his the uh shots we would sort of bleed the color out of his face except for the green tones but not so much that it was really obvious like frankenstein but but enough and uh, he and uh, Karen were happened to be driving around Music Row when I finished the edit, and uh, and and I called him and he said, "Yeah, we're in the neighborhood. So come by and see it." And uh, and so he came by and they're watching. And he's so at the end, he, he's so nice. I said, "What did you think?" Oh, it was great. I really like what you did. That was that was really nice. And I said, "Yeah, did you think? Uh, what do you think of those shots of you? Do you think they might be a little?" <laughs> Green and I couldn't hold back my grin on that, and he caught, really caught that I had done that on purpose. And oh, Clint Black, are you so and so? And but it's it was his nature to just kind of leave it alone and not hurt your feelings by saying anything about how terrible he, you know, I made him look. And uh, that's just who he is. And um, and so I have a lot of fun with him because I. I'll kind of come at him sideways and and uh, 
and kind of rip him apart. And he's quite the practical joker, but uh, I seem to get him pretty well uh, most of the time. That's like, yeah. He's a real great guy, but I love to mess with him. I just <laughs> yeah, love yeah. it. I love it. Um, if you wouldn't mind, if you'll indulge us a bit, you know, would you play some or all of America? America still in love with you from the yeah, record? Yeah, why don't I do some of that? Okay. I, uh... Does that bother anybody? It's a little high. <laughs> <laughs> I like to go ahead and establish up front which notes I don't want to play. Here is uh, some, this is from the new record. Uh, some of America Still in Love with You from Clint Black. There he is, Clint Black. Thank you. Got a new album. It's called Out of Sane. It's got that song and a whole bunch of other ones that you will like too if you like Clint Black, like I do. I'm a massive fan. It's a real treat to Thanks. get to meet you and get to know you a little bit. And, you know, you're wearing the like baseball cap now. Is that to replace the cowboy? Is that like the second string? This is, uh, whatever hat it is, it's got to be black because that makes my head look thinner. Uh, but I thought I thought coming in the studio, I'd probably need to wear some headphones uh, in here, so I wore my ball cap. Mm. I don't have the uh, headphone jacks in the cowboy hat yet. <laughs> well, also, no headphones. Look how fancy we are. See? When's the last time this you played great. a radio like actual, show? Uh, the what? When's the last time you played a radio show and did an interview? In the last three years? 19. No, come on. And, uh, come on. Uh, listen, Clint, you I know. I don't remember, but it's a good Wait, question. I have a question. Go ahead. So they make, did they make cowboy hats? Oh, my goodness. Okay. He's kidding. It was a joke. He's kidding. See? <laughs> Same way I get Steve Warren. Uh. <laughs> I was like, oh, why have we never seen that before? Okay. No. There should be a USB port on them, though, yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Carry on. Clint, good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, Thanks for I, having me. Hopefully, I see you around a little more. It's just, a, it's a, I'm a big fan and of you as a Likewise. as an artist and as a person. Now I get to know you. I love it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Anything? I'm a big fan, also mostly of your dancing, but the Thank other you. stuff you do. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. There he is, Clint. Oh, like, yeah. check yeah. out the record, Out of Saint. Check it out this week. Get those first week numbers up. I feel like I have interest in a lot of things, but I have no interest whatsoever in going to space. Yeah, really, none. none. And, and there's this whole. You can go for $125,000. They're saying now, if you've ever wanted to travel to the edge of space, but you don't trust rocket technology, a new startup called Space Perspective wants to take your money and send you toward the stars in a big old balloon. Designed to be an alternative to fledgling rocket-based space tourism, the company's spaceship Neptune capsules are packed with paying customers and then carried aloft to a height of approximately 100,000 feet. If this were free, I wouldn't do it. Oh, oh, I was going to say, yeah, for sure, right? No. No? Yeah, I don't. Uh-uh. I, I have no interest in going high. I don't like heights. And wow. the high, ha- no. And in a balloon. I did a hot air balloon once. Miserable. Mm-hmm. You're oh, in yeah, a that is ba- miserable. You're in a basket. You, mm-hmm. You're basically the sandwich in a picnic basket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're just floating and you're like, hey, where do you think we're going to go down? They're like, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> so I mean, what do you mean you don't know? We'll see. There, yeah. there were three of us crammed in this little balloon and we're up. It's a, somebody doing the fire. Because the fire makes it go up. And then it was me and a friend, and I was doing it for some radio bit. And I'm like, hey, do you think we'll go down? It's like, I don't know, man. It's just kind of where it takes us. We'll find a field or something. <laughs> that's crazy. And then you're high, and if anything happens, there's nothing. You're just, you just die. Yeah. That's why they hit power lines sometimes. That's got to be a bad navigator. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. uh, would you do this? Would you get in this balloon for no. free? Mm-hmm. For free? Nope. Nope. Eddie, you? 100%. Yes. Oh, gosh. Space? Are you kidding me? It's a where no man has gone before, or well, very few men, at yeah. least, and yeah. women. No interest. Thank like, you. Way braver than I am. In this show, 
there's one episode that I'm doing in this new Nat Geo show, I think, where I have to do something almost like that. Going to the moon? And Yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know how I feel about this, guys. Wow. But me being reluctant makes me go, it's going to be interesting then. Yeah. Because you don't want someone going, I'm so comfortable, let's do it. I don't, I'll tell you off the air what it is. I don't know that I can reveal stuff I'm doing on this okay, that Nat, makes sense. Nat Geo show yet. But I'm like, okay, now we want to know. Mm-hmm. A swimmer in Delaware caught a shark with his bare hands. How big? Oh, like the, huge, like a Big kayak, shark? like a small kayak. Was yeah. it going to bite him? Um, you see the swimmer dragging the shark in the shallow water. And then as people on the shore stand in shock, the swimmer takes the shark's mouth and opens it up. What? Yeah, he catches it. Catches it. The shark fits <laughs> under his arm. It's Dang. a big one. And he just kind of lifts it out of the water. Crazy. By the way, if you're thinking about doing this, don't. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I saw the video on TMZ and the story on TMZ. And I don't mind sharks that much. I would do stuff with, stuff with sharks. I feel like animals, they just want to be animals. Unless they're a predator and they're hungry. Like, for example, snakes. I grew up in the woods in Arkansas. Snakes don't scare me. If I accidentally step on a snake, it scares me because a snake will react to almost being stepped on. Yes. If there's a snake five feet away, I'm like, look at the snake. Yeah. How about that? Living his life. You don't mess with someone's life. They usually don't mess with you. Snakes the same way. But imagine if somebody, if you're in a bar and someone comes up and bumps into you real hard, you get mad back. Mm-hmm. But if somebody's walking five feet away and doesn't hit you, you don't get mad back. You're just living each other's life. But I don't, I'm, not, I'm not scared of snakes or sharks. They're just, same thing with sharks, though, even if they're just swimming thing. right here five feet away from they're you? They're just living their life. Ah, no way. That's so scary. You're yeah, scared but, of sharks. Oh, yeah, yes. Because they want to sometimes eat. Yeah, and that's the thing, Bones. They can't tell you when they're hungry. Yeah, I'm okay. I, I would rather... Be with a bunch of sharks and be up in that space balloon. <laughs> that I don't know about You're great, that. Great, great. Really? Really? What are you? I'm I'm scared of heights. What Me are you? Too. What are you scared of? Heights. I don't. Uh, I struggle with needles. Yeah, I have to look away. Uh, snakes, spiders, spiders, big time. Mm, yeah, I guess I don't mind that stuff. Just, but yeah, height, heights. I think with me, it's heights. One. Yeah, you, Eddie? Uh, sharks. 100%. Because you grew up near the ocean? Mm-hmm. I grew South up Texas. like 30 minutes from the from South Padre, yeah, and, and sharks. Because like, in murky water, you don't know what's under there. And, oh, but did you ever think... get hit by a shark or Never. did anyone ever get bit? Why no. would you be scared of them? Because I know they're there. Like, they're there. And, you, and sometimes you can't even see them. Yeah. All right. Why don't we play Travis Denning after a few? If you missed Clint Black's interview, you can go back and hear it on the podcast. You can watch it on our Instagram channel, IGTV channel. Just go to at... Bobby Bone Show and check it out. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. 2.15 a.m. A call comes in. Lady in active labor in the grocery store parking lot. Her husband was driving her to the hospital. They weren't going to make it. So three sheriff deputies are like, we got to go. And one's like, well, my sister's a registered nurse. So he gets her on the phone on the way to the call going, hey, this lady's in labor. I'm going to need you to walk me through how to deliver a baby. So the lady's on the phone at 2.15 a.m., walks her brother, the deputy, through the process, and three sheriff's deputies bring the baby into the world. Wow. That's crazy. Do you think they get FaceTime out for that? All right, look, look. (laughs) What do I do? What part do I touch? Uh, Probably. That's not crazy. It's not like they're on corded phones. Right. Wow. That is a great story. Yeah, so 22 minutes later, the baby was born. Mm. Baby boy, healthy. What quick one, too, huh? Yeah. Because you rarely hear about these, and it's like eight hours later. (laughs) The longest delivery ever. (laughs) All right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. 
It's now time to take our written driver's test. There are six of us taking it. Amy, Eddie, Lunchbox. Yeah. Raymundo, our audio producer. Morgan number two, our digital producer, and then myself. You're not trying to win. You can, but it's just the person who finishes last. <laughs> On tomorrow's show, has to wash everybody's feet. This is great. So, uh, Mike, do you have the tests? Yeah. How many questions are on them? 20 questions. 20? Wow. Oh, my gosh. What's hey, the let, time me, limit? let me have my test. What we're going to do is, I'll just read you the first one out loud. We'll just talk that through the first one out loud. Perfect. Okay. Please be one that I'm going to miss. <laughs> yeah, oh, hit that's him out. funny, Amy. Hit him out there, everybody. <laughs> yeah, because then... Yeah, yeah. Mike D is now administering the test to everybody. Oh, God. it says like on, back on the top of it, it says the Bobby Bone Show driver's test. What? Mark, Mark. Can we go over the second one? One answer for each question. It's funny, Mike had to write this out because he knows how cheating you guys are. Mark, one answer oh. for each question. Each question is worth one point. Right. Here you go. Here's the first question on the test. You must stop when you see a A, flashing red light, B, steady yellow light, C, Yellow arrow or D flashing yellow light. Now I think talking through it ourselves, this is pretty easy. Yes. Easy as pie. It's easy. It's steady yellow light. No, 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 no. What? No, it's what? Not. what? I give you guys the wrong <laughs> yellow answer. Yellow means speed up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's flashing red light, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And flashing red light's also like a stop sign. Mm-hmm. Four-way stop. Yeah. Sometimes whenever red lights are oh everybody's already going. I'm talking and everybody's already doing their test. Yeah, I can't waste well, time. Well, I mean, there's a couple of these that I'm like, I don't have any idea. Are we taking it right now? Well, no. We'll, we'll take a break. Okay. We'll take a break and take the test. How you feel? Did you study? I did not. Yeah, I forgot. I'm just trying not to finish last. If a lion is chasing you and your buddy, it's like you and two buddies, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to win running away from the lion. You just got to not finish last. Yeah, or like, what's it called? Running with the bulls? Yeah. Yes. Same thing, just don't well, get sometimes killed. Sometimes those bulls run through other people and get oh. to other people. Oh. <laughs> okay, bad example. The lion's going to eat one person and stop. <laughs> don't get eaten by the lion. All right, the driver's test. You want to just play a song and come back? Guys? Yes, yes, We please. have only a, a song length to take this? No, 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 no. We have like 15 minutes. Okay. Yeah, okay. We'll start the test. Let's do Ugh. Beer Can't Fix from Thomas Rhett and John what? Party. What? Nothing. You get a hard question? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, what? hard question. Yes! Are you on number four? How in the world am I supposed to know number four? Yeah, that's, I mean, it's every, it's different everywhere. <laughs> that's going to be any, many, oh, many, many, Oh, I know that one. The, the question <laughs> is for number four. The speed limit is blank miles per hour when the yellow lights are flashing on the school this zone speed sign. No, How is this easy? Because oh, we've seen it before. Okay. How, you must have hit up a lot of school zones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where are you hanging out, Eddie? <laughs> I have kids. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's start now. Here's the song. Uh, everybody take your driver's test. We'll come back in a second. Dang it. Right now, everybody's heads are down. Everybody's taking the driver's test. It's 20 questions. Whomever finishes last of six of us has to wash the rest of the show members' feet on tomorrow's show. Which, by the way, you guys all, that's the one you guys voted on, the punishment. Mm-hmm. Nobody's yeah. looking up at me. By the way, everybody listening right now, we're five people short on listening because none of the show is paying attention to anything. No, I got it. Right I got now. it. I got it. How you guys feel like you're doing? Good. Uh, good. Perfect. I'm still Not stuck good. on four. <laughs> I know. I, I skipped four. I need to remember to go back and answer it so I at least get the shot at There's guessing. one question I don't understand. You want to read it out loud? Yeah. Please do. Which the, one? What number? Number two. Number two. The four-second rule yeah, that's refers easy. to how Don't help one, him. It's easy. I thought it had to do with food. That's <laughs> five seconds. Oh. Okay. The question is, the four-second rule refers to how one should A, yield to other cars, B, turn at stop signs, C, follow another car, 
or D, cross an intersection? I've never heard of a four-second rule at all. Well, good luck. <laughs> I know it. Oh Mike, like where'd you get all these questions? Is a state test? Yeah, 2020 test. 2020, 2020 test. 2020. Huh. Oh. All right. We all just took a written driver's test. Mike D is in the marathon green room. Throw him a little plug here as he's grading nice. the tests. Um, the order, Ray was the last one to turn his in. <laughs> yeah! Is that because you feel like you got them all or because you struggled? I like to read questions multiple times. I just don't want to, like, kick myself, you know, second guess myself. Uh, so the order of turning them in, just so we can reflect back. Which it doesn't matter. It, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. I was first. LB was second. Yeah. Amy was third. Eddie Whoop. was fourth. Morgan number two was next to last, and she yells, I failed. <laughs> <laughs> I do think I failed. Were you a quick test taker in school? No, I hate taking tests. I have test anxiety. Where I love taking tests. <laughs> and I just either know it immediately or I don't. That's why I'm quick. It's like, see it, know it, don't know it, guess, move on. So it'll be interesting to see. Well, why oh. don't we play as what? I see it, don't know it, stare at it for a while, still don't know it, skip it, hoping I remember to go back to it later, take the whole test, then go back to the ones I skipped. Also, Amy didn't put her name on her test. And so they had to come in and be like, somebody didn't put their name on their test. You'll I know it's that. mine. I made a couple of comments. <laughs> <laughs> Side thoughts. We'll get our results right after this. Kay. Here is Gabby Barrett, I hope. We'll come in with the results. The last place person is the foot washer. Okay, that'll oh. be next. All right, Mike D has entered the room with all of our tests from the driving exam. Here he is. He came in with a smile on his face, too. <laughs> now, six of us took it. In the end, oh. five will be standing, but one will be known as the worst driver on the Bobby Bone Show, and that person has to pay the price in washing everybody's feet tomorrow. So, Mike, what was your overall overarching conclusion after reading all these tests? I was pretty surprised. At? With? At who did the best. Oh, interesting. Whoa. That means you didn't. Amy wow. did the best. Because, be Bobby, you are a given that you would you do would the, be best. the best. So yes. he's surprised. I like this. Okay, well, Mike, did I do the best? Well, two people did the best. Okay. Am so, I one of them? You are. Ah! <laughs> of course. Of course. Listen, I got a little scared, too. I'm be honest with you. <laughs> Your butt fucker. How, what was that feeling? Because you probably haven't had it really ever. Well, it was like, well, maybe I didn't know it as well as I thought I did. Okay, so I tied with someone? You did tie with somebody. Wow. Out, wow, of, wow, out wow. of 20 questions, how many did I get? 20. Wow! 100%! Oh, Somebody else made a perfect score, too. Oh, yeah. Two perfect scores. And it's surprising no. to you? And it's surprising oh, well, to me. Well, then maybe wow. it's Ray. It's going to be Amy. Because that's who you thought. No. Well, Eddie started screaming. Amy, he thought he, he... Okay, so here are the contestants here. I'm the host of the show. I'm Bobby. Um, Amy is my co-host. Uh, pretty, you, that's uh, it? No, I'd say we're pretty... <laughs> got, got a couple kids. You know. Yeah. Lunchbox. Mom, Eddie, Morgan, uh-huh. and Ray. Uh-huh. All right. Uh-huh. Mike, who tied with me at 20 questions right? So the other perfect score goes to Lunchbox. Yeah! What? Yeah! What up? What up? What? Yeah! How about that? Oh, oh my gosh. Goodness. Are you sure? <laughs> this is bad. Oh, my goodness. I was great to get a credit to believe it. What? Were the names switched? Guys. <laughs> Are you sure? My, because I didn't put my name on it. Okay, wow, so Lunchbox, you're in the clear. I'm in the clear. I feel so good. And uh, let me tell you, I am not going to trim my toenails. No, and he well, does okay, have some janky feet. Okay, also, hold on. Okay, uh, what was the speed limit of the, what was question number four? Hey, Mike, was there a question that 
All of them missed. Was there one question that was tough for everybody? No, it seemed to be a different one. Okay, we're all di- differently <laughs> stupid. Good, good, perfect. Well, not you. You're perfect. I am perfect. Mm. I all can't right. believe you got a perfect score. I can't believe Lunchbox got a perfect score. I know that. I yeah. can't believe either. Okay, four people are left. Mike, who finished, uh, we'll call it third place? Who finished <laughs> third? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Oh, what? Please don't oh, be boy. me. What's the thing? It's a tie for everybody on the next category. All four? Yeah. And then Wait. there's one person who came in dead last. Oh, okay, oh, okay. good, oh, good, good, good. <laughs> this is good <laughs> stuff. Okay, okay, hold on. So th- <laughs> Please don't be me. Please. <laughs> so there are four people left, but three of them finished third? <sighs> Correct. This oh, is gosh. great. Okay, who's one of the people that finished third? Come on. Ray. Whoa! Oh, my oh, okay, now I'm Jeez. worried. This is so bad. Did I just Ray, not, you're clear. Did I not so understand how they were asking it? Ray is in the clear. How do you feel, Ray? Oh, that's awesome. That's why you take your time, kids, when you're doing those tests. It's not a rush. He was the last one in. So lunch and I were the first two in. Ray was the last one in, and we're all clear. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, man. Who else, is, who else is in the clear? Morgan number two. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh. Bobby, who do you think lost? <laughs> this is crazy. Now, let me say what happened. <laughs> I'm shocked sure? right now. Like, do I just have hey, Mike, things to wrong? How many did, did this whole no! second group of people? So how many this did they... whole second group only missed one question. Wow. 19 okay. out of 20. And okay. the, the worst pl- worst one, how many did they get right? <laughs> 18 out of 20. So everybody so did pretty good. So we just missed two. Oh, oh, gosh. If I miss the gang one and the... It's the four-second rule that got me, I bet. Okay, oh, I so, know that one. Hold on, everybody. Either Amy <laughs> or video producer Eddie will be washing everyone's feet tomorrow. With soap. Mm-hmm. Okay. Antibacterial. Dude, I was so confident finishing this well, test. Well, Eddie said to me, I may have got all 20 of them right. Oh, my I can't gosh. believe during a pandemic we're washing feet. My feet aren't... Yeah, my feet are... Feet are, have no infectious... Yeah, they're not... I'm not headlines. worried about yours. No. Mine are good. All right, um... Oh Mike, God. we're down to it. So, oh. do you want to tell us who's just finished last? Yeah. No. It's, it's, that's, that's, the, okay. that's fine. Well, what do they do in like the pageants though? Like, what, how do they do that? They do the the runner up, and then the champ. So we're not doing last place. Okay. Though, pageants <laughs> okay. last place. All right. Just whatever. Just say the name of the person so, has to wash the feet. The, oh. the feet washer. Are you I ready, Mike? Oh, the on. person with the lowest score with 18 out of 20 is Eddie. Ah! Every year. I'm so smart. Oh. I am shocked Woo. by this. Eddie, speak, I, speak, speak. I demand a recount. Oh my gosh. I demand a recount. There's no way. The grade has to be wrong. There was only one question that I doubted, and it was the four second rule. Hey, can you hear me, Eddie Sess? Yeah, which ones did he miss? I missed oh. the four second rule? Oh. What is the four second rule, this, uh, How many car space you should have between each cars? One, Eddie, two, you missed the three. second one. About the four-second rule refers yes. to how many you put turns at stop signs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Which the answer is every, you need four seconds in between cars. Yeah. Great. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Obviously. <laughs> I learned it as four car lengths, but. Yeah. But the rest I should have gotten right. There should be four seconds. Yeah. Right. Um, Eddie, you missed. Lanes of traffic moving in the opposite direction are divided by white lanes. lanes. Yellow. 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 What? In the middle. Well, uh, for opposite traffic. It's not the one not... where you pass because it's white? 
White is on the out outside. I'm talking country one lane okay, road, stop man. Oh, that's it. yellow. Oh, stop. stop it. And the yellows are on the side. No, so you don't. no. Yellow, no. white's on the very side. Oh my yellow's gosh. Yellow's in the middle. And now I have to wash feet. Hey, do you want a preview? No, what you I, get don't. To wash? I don't. Even you want to see it? it? No, I don't. <laughs> Ugh. Eddie, how did I? What? I don't get it. I don't get. It. I was so confident. Yeah, you were. Tortoise in the hair. Ray was the tortoise. You were the hair. That well, I didn't I finish that fast. I try to double. I, guess I was the hair. I try um, to double check uh, questions and re -look, look them over. Here you go, Mike. This is terrible. This reminds me of school, dude. <laughs> Bad memories of school. You're the worst driver so on the show. So how many did uh, I miss? Just one. Just one. Because mm -hmm, Eddie missed two. <sighs> hey, everybody! Nice job, though. Should make us feel safe. But tomorrow on the show, Eddie will wash everybody's feet. Oh, unbelievable! All right. Were you anything you want to say before I hit this button? No, this sucks. Okay, there it is. <laughs> Which one did I miss? <laughs> Just hit it, Raymundo. Oh. I saw Taste of Country tweet out, name a country song that's helped you get through a tough time, and then tag the artist. And there were a bunch. And Darius replied and wrote, I Wish It Would Rain by Nancy Griffith. And I wish it would rain. It's gonna wash my face clean. I wanna find some dark clouds. So I was thinking about this. A country song that helped me get through a tough time. From about, I don't know, sixth grade on, anytime anything bad would happen in my life, I would play this next song I want to play in a second. But anytime something bad would happen, I get beat up. I get beat up. Oh, man. Or I get beat up, you oh. know, I get made fun of. Yeah. <laughs> or a girl just wouldn't, like, we, I think we called it, go with me or be my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. I would play this song right here because it would get me through and think, I'm going to keep going regardless. Yes, I will sell my best. I'd turn it up and be like, yeah. I'm going to keep going, baby. Like a bird Look at you now. The river. Thank you, Garth. Garth Brooks. Yeah. So my entire teenage angst was Garth the River and Nirvana. <laughs> All Nirvana? That is it. <laughs> but yeah, I would play that. That's the country song that got me through a lot of, a lot of kid tough times. Amy, you have one? Yeah, it's a great day to be alive. Oh, yeah, you told us this story. You would cry in your shower. Yes. It this, was, this isn't Travis Tritt, though. Right. Corey Morrow and Pat Green did a cover, oh, wow. so I would actually listen to the CD of this. My uh, sophomore year of college, I was trying to picture out which bathroom I was in. Yep, sophomore year. And I spent a lot of time in the shower on the floor with the water just running on me while this song played. Because of one guy. Mm -hmm. Does that this song remind you of that guy? Oh yeah, I mean, I'm gonna put, I'm thinking about him right now. Nice. Oh, is he naked? I mean, no, <laughs> no, no. We had just broken up. Oh. I think we even got back together after this anyway. But I just anytime I hear this song, it's such a great song and has such an awesome message. But which I can fully appreciate. But also at the same time, I'm curled up in a ball in my shower when I hear it. Whenever you hear Travis Tritt, I got rice cooking oh, in the so microwave. Does it remind you of that? No? Yes. Automatically. Automatic. There is no, I, I have not heard that song since then and not immediately transported back to my shower floor. I didn't know that one was such a pressure hit. That's, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times. Do you know all the words? Probably. We play it. She starts crying. Doesn't know why. Because <laughs> I don't know why I'm crying. I have no well, idea. Luckily, it doesn't trigger. I don't know. I mean, I haven't listened the whole thing through in a long time, but I bet I bet I probably could. Eddie, you have a country song that got you through a tough time? Yeah. I don't think I ever told you guys this, but like, I don't know, three years ago or whenever this came out, I was just going through hard times, just not really understanding what my point was. And this was before foster children, you know, and like really not knowing what my purpose was. And 
I remember just driving home one day and uh, Jake Owens, uh, what's it called? Um, what We Ain't Got came oh, on. Oh, yeah. And it just put everything in perspective with, with me. Like, I've always just wanted things that I don't have. Like, I have a beautiful family, great family, a great job, good friends. And it was one of those drive homes where I was like, I don't know why I'd been feeling so bad for like months. I, I got it now. And then soon after this, we got, I mean, we got certified to foster. Now I got two foster kids and life's changed. Crazy, yeah, man. I've never, one. recent, and I never shared this with you guys. Hey, look at that. That's a good song, though. It's a jam. Well, that tweet's still up if you guys want to reply, or you can leave us a voicemail. Just hit the voicemail and leave us a country song that has got you through a tough time and why. We can play some of those back on tomorrow's show. 877-77-BOBBY. All right, here's a great day to be alive. You can play it. It doesn't make me sad. Hold on, Amy. I don't know. Hang on. Here we go. It's a great song. I love it. It doesn't make me sad, but I... I, I just, my brain goes to the shower. You're cool to play? Because I don't want to hit play no. if you're going to cry. You should play it. It's a great song. Okay. I got it. Cries <laughs> cooking in the microwave. All right, here's Travis Tritt. This is it. for Amy and her dearest. What's your uh, ex-boyfriend do oh, now, boy. roughly? Oh, he's super, what do you mean, what does he do? He, he, he lives in a town that we're, I mean, it doesn't matter. I know, I've known not. him. Of course not. No, yeah. Uh-huh. I, He's super successful. Yeah, he's very he he's very successful and is married and has a kid or kids. I don't know because I ran into him at uh, a Mexican restaurant. Mm, I think and his wife was pregnant. No, it wasn't. Uh. We have moved on. No, it was not. We're fine. That's hard. That was hard, Amy. We're totally no, no. We're fine. All right. I. It's not a big deal. I was I was twenty twenty one years old. Just kids. We're throwing, this out. <laughs> like we're, we're, we're throwing this out to old Dean. Here it is. <laughs> it's not his name. <laughs> but, but in our mind, yeah, it'll be okay. Dean. All right. Amy, what's going on today? Still unpacking. You know, I had way uh, more. We had a, way more boxes than we thought. How do we have all this stuff? I don't even know. So, just still going through that. You? I have a meeting with the ACM. I'm on the board. The meeting runs, and I'm doing episode Easy Trivia tonight. We're back taping that again. Nice. I got a bunch of stuff. I just don't know how I'm going to get it all done. Dang. How long is that meeting? They're long. Really? Mm-hmm. The good thing, though, about Zoom meetings, I just put up a picture of me moving around. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really know the difference. Nice. It's just one of those backgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even there. Mm-hmm. Dang, I forgot about that. Okay, just work stuff. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody. Check out the podcast. Bye, guys. The Bobby Bones Show.